and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one wonderful page of Talmud every day. I hope you're in the mood for a story because, boy, today's page of Talmud, Tanis 20, has a story for you. Here goes. The sages further taught in praise of the reed. A person should always be soft like a reed, and he should not be stiff like a cedar. An incident occurred in which Rabbi Elazar, son of Rabbi Shimon, came from Migdal Gadol, from his rabbi's house, and he was riding on a donkey and strolling on the bank of the river. And he was very happy, and his head was swollen with pride because he had studied much Torah. He happened upon an exceedingly ugly person who said to him, Greetings to you, my rabbi! But Rabbi Elazar did not return his greeting. Instead, Rabbi Elazar said to him, Worthless person, how ugly is that man? Are all the people of your city as ugly as you? The man said to him, I do not know, but you should go and say to the craftsman who made me, How ugly is the vessel you made? When Rabbi Elazar realized that he had sinned and insulted this man merely on account of his appearance, he descended from his donkey and prostrated himself before him, and he said to the man, I have sinned against you. Forgive me. The man said to him, I will not forgive you until you go to the craftsman who made me and say, How ugly is the vessel you made? He walked behind the man, trying to appease him until they reached Rabbi Lazar's city. The people of his city came out to greet him, saying to him, Greetings to you, my rabbi, my rabbi, my master, my master. The man said to them, who are you calling my rabbi, my rabbi? They said to him, To this man who is walking behind you. He said to them, If this man is a rabbi, may there not be many like him among the Jewish people. They asked him, For what reason do you say this? He said to them, He did such and such to me. They said to him, Even so, forgive him, as he is a great Torah scholar. He said to them, For your sakes, I forgive him, provided that he accepts upon himself not to become accustomed to behave like this. Immediately, Rabbi Elazar, son of Rabbi Shimon, entered the study hall and taught, a person should always be soft like a reed, and he should not be stiff like a cedar, as one who is proud like a cedar is likely to sin. And therefore, due to its gentle qualities, the reed merited that a quill is taken from it to write with it a Torah scroll, phylacteries, and mezuzot. Wow! Uh, I just happen to know that this is the favorite story in the entire Talmud of our great teacher, the one, the only, Rabbi David Bashevkin. Hello, my friend. Liel, what an absolute joy here. And you are absolutely right. This is my favorite passage in the entire Talmud. And I want to tell you why, because I look at this story, which has this foundational teaching, if you'll allow me to read it in. Hebrew, and then I'll translate it. La'olam yehe adam rach, soft, flexible, like a reed. Va'al yehe kasha ke'erez, and don't be stiff and rigid like a cedar. I believe this is a story that we repeat and we find every day in our lives, and the way that the story is couched is between this dialogue, between this rabbi who gives himself so much credit in this certain image of what a Jew should be like, what a colleague should be like, what a communal member should be like. And he looks at this person and he calls them ugly. And I think so many of us in our lives, no matter who we are or what station we are in, 
have heard the whispers of being called ugly. And this ugliness is not just physical ugliness, though I think on a very simple level, it very often is. You comment on somebody else's clothes, you comment on what they look like, sometimes even quite innocently. You make a joke about somebody getting braces, you make a joke about somebody's hair looking different, going bald, or any of these things. These things can be deeply hurtful to people. And I think that this study and this passage is about both a literal sense, walking over and calling somebody ugly, and what the response to that whisper is, because very often the person who is calling us ugly is ourselves. It is whispers that we tell ourselves when we look in the mirror. It's whispers that we tell ourselves at work. It's feelings of insecurity and inadequacy in our own spiritual lives, in our own family lives, and the feeling of living a meaningful and fulfilled life. And what I find so moving about this story is that it's a story of learned flexibility. Both the person who calls that person ugly has this rigid fixation of what beauty means, what spiritual beauty means, what physical beauty means. And he insults this person. And the person who gets insulted also becomes quite rigid and fixed. He doesn't want to forgive them. He doesn't want to, to acquiesce and say this should be a rabbi and teacher who calls people a stuff. So they both get fixated. They both become rigid. And what allows them to break out of their fixation is the requests and the pleading of the people, the pleads of the community. And I think very often when we get fixated in our own life, it's those communal cries. When we look at, at who we are responsible for, who is asking us to get along? Who is asking us to learn how to be more resilient and more flexible in our own ideologies and self-conceptions about what is meaningful and what is deeply spiritual? And the moral of the story impacts me more than anything else. Because the moral of this story is that you need to be flexible like a reed, which the Talmud calls rach, and says that's the reason why we write our Sifre Torah, our Tefillin and Mezuzos, specifically with a reed. Which I think means that's how we have to write our personal narratives. We can't become fixated on one expression and one ideal of what constitutes a good life, what constitutes being decent. What constitutes being spiritual? We need to have that flexibility and resilience when we write our own stories to be able to oscillate, evolve, and develop over the course of our own lives. And this, I believe, is why we describe the first matriarch when she's introduced in the Torah, Leah. We describe Leah as having ene rakos. The Torah describes her as having soft eyes. And the way the commentaries usually describe it, she has soft eyes, they're puffy eyes because she was crying so much because she thought she was going to have to marry not Yaakov, the holy righteous brother, she was going to have to marry Esav. And my reading of this is always superimposing this passage of Talmud and saying that her eyes were not soft and puffy just because she was crying. They became soft because she developed the resilience of the rakus, the softness of the reed itself. She had soft eyes because the way that she looked at her own life and the way she looked at the world was the same way that we write our own stories, with a flexibility, a resilience, moving away from the rigidity and the fixatedness that we find in our spiritual lives, our professional lives, and our relationships, 
and looking at the world, looking at others, and ultimately looking at ourselves with a softness and a flexibility that allows us to evolve over the course of our lives. Amen. Selah. Rabbi David Beshepkin, thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Skarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>